You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Bree and JJ. Welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast, where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome back, queens and kings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome back to another episode. We in the new year. Woo! Praise God. It's, 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 it's been quite the journey. It has. Okay. Twenty twenty one has been a fucking journey. It has. Okay. And we still pushing forward. We are. We definitely are pushing forward and on to new and bigger and better things all the time. And we all speak it in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely speaking it. We definitely speaking it. So 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 tell us what you've been up to, Bree, this past week. This past week, um, you know, same old, same old, kinda like I've experience the after effect of you know the holidays the busyness of like the month of december y'all know how we talked about in the last episode the recap we did a lot yeah (laughs) okay so it really has just been me just coming down yeah off off the off of the high yeah okay just coming down off of the high Mm -hmm. um i had a really great time over the holidays and Going back to work, and that was not the the highlight. <laughs> um, went back to work, got back into my routine, creating content, um, and just kind of giving myself some grace, you know, yeah, like yeah. allowing myself to just take a, a moment to reflect and and rest and take things as they are. So yeah. that's that's kind of where I'm at right now mentally over the past week. Um, I'm looking looking forward to some exciting news coming soon. But yes. other than that, that's that's it. What about you? How was your week? Girl, pretty same. Pretty, I feel like I'm just getting back into the routine of things. Um, mm-hmm. At my job, we do a lot of shift changes. So I'm working a different shift now. So I've been trying to kind of get used to that. And work around it um but it's been okay I definitely have been trying to get some rest over the past couple of days because like you said it's definitely been a lot mm-hmm. yesterday was a lot I was in and out everywhere got lost at one point it was a lot going on <laughs> on Saturday so uh it, it was a lot going on but you know I've just been I've been definitely trying to also make time for myself to um be happy. Be happy on where I am now and be thankful for where I am now. So I've been trying to like set aside time and just kind of be kind of disconnected from stuff, you know, and kind of unplug and just bask in where I'm at in my life now. And yeah. Just be, just be grateful. But yeah, that's that's what I've been trying to do this week. Um, nothing too crazy. Okay. Nothing too crazy. I really love that though. Like I love that we both said, you know. We gave our ourselves some time to just relax, yeah, man, and 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 get over all of the excitements because that's definitely the mood I'm trying to have the rest of 2022. I want to <laughs> be rested. No, I'm being yeah. serious, bro. Like the whole you gotta hustle every day and 
to get it and all this shit like that's that's cool like I am still getting mine so don't get me wrong but at the same time I'm like bro can we please normalize resting yeah because hustle culture can be very toxic like no for real I think who was it Steve Harvey said that oh you shouldn't be sleeping a full eight hours a night because you're missing out money I'm like first of all sir what (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, I need to be getting some type of rest because it's ridiculous out here. No, for real. Need to be getting rest, incorporating, you know, a little bit of exercise, movement, stretching, mm-hmm. and, and eating better. Yeah. Okay. Come on, health. Come on, no, health. No, for real. Well. Come on. Cause... But but, but we're we, we going to dive into yeah. to that a little bit deeper with today's topic. So, definitely. Um, but before we get into that, Let's get into this game. Well, what are we playing, Jay? Yeah, you already know we playing Would You Rather. Good old faithful. Okay, okay, okay. Who's who starting? Um, do you want to go by topics? We can definitely do topics, or we can just do anything. Miscellaneous. Let's do miscellaneous. Whatever miscellaneous. comes to mind. Okay, baby, okay, I got it. I got it. Would you rather be a vacuum or a swiffer? <laughs> <laughs> Like 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 a Swiffer like like I could be like a Swiffer jet. Yeah, you could be like a Swiffer actual mop jet. Yes. Okay. Yes, I would choose Swiffer jet. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That sounds very uh techy, very much. I'm that B. You feel me? You know, I, I I'm I'm out here doing the most, getting the corners. Let me tell you something. Regular mops do not don't they don't regular mops and brooms they don't do what they need to do. They really don't. They Especially really don't. When it comes to the corners of the floors. So. Y'all out here using unless you got the old, uh, the old grandma's big broom, that long stick with the long beige bristles. That's gonna get everything, bro. Cause those bristles, like at first you look at it, you be like, that ain't gonna sweep up shit. Yeah, nah, bro. Them old school bristles yes. pick up everything. They pick up everything, everything, and they make that little scratching noise on the ground. Okay. Those pick up everything. So. <laughs> no for real I'm like do they still make those that's on Amazon I'm gonna look it yes, up later they do still make those I don't think I I think I have it's, I don't really have I have like a, an outdoorsy kind of broom but they do still make the long pieces uh you can't get them from like you gotta you either gotta get them from like Amazon like you said or online so I don't think they just got the flimsy brooms at like Walmart and the Dollar Tree so mm. Well, okay, okay, okay. Um, would you rather mm-hmm. have frequent sex mm. but not orgasm? Oh, what? or only have sex once and experience the greatest orgasm you ever could experience in life? Only have sex once and experience the greatest orgasm I could in life. I ever could. Okay, because what is what is it's just friction. <laughs> like we not No no that's that actually sounds like torture. Like uh and I'm sorry for the ones out there experiencing this, but oh, like yeah, okay. having sex and never being able to reach, you know, that point of climax or pleasure. Yeah. It's honestly like you're just wasting you're just filling up your time in life. I mean, you can still feel pleasure, though, without orgasming. Like, you still can't have sex and, you know, get that level of pleasure from it. But it's not the same as experiencing an orgasm. So I feel you. 
It's not because that was definitely me one year where it was just no end result. And I just remember being like, I literally don't have to have sex. <laughs> like, like, did you ever notice like a difference in like your your mood during that point? Well, because I think also during that point, like I wasn't really into. I guess I didn't really like during that point, I didn't really care about like. And, the, and this is sad to say, I don't really care about, like, how I felt anyways towards the end of it. I just wanted to have be pleasurable for my partner. So I think, like, knowing that the person was still happy, I kind of just was like, eh, well, at least, you know, somebody got off, unfortunately. So I didn't really have, like, a bad change in mood. I just felt like it was more of a chore. And I was like, eh, if we do this, I mean, at least they'll be all right. But when I get done, I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, I mean, that's it. Until next time, type shit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Until not stay tuned. <laughs> Just stay tuned. What? I'm not sure. <laughs> Until next time. So I definitely didn't have a change in mood, but I, fe- I felt like I just felt empty about it. I was like, eh. I'd have, I, what Were you like dissatisfied? I, I don't think I felt anything towards it. I was numb. That's the word. I not indifferent like, oh gosh everything was so indifferent i was like well here we are <laughs> Bree said this sounds horrible <laughs> <laughs> like we could have a session about this a whole session okay but i don't have that now and and if i were to compare i would never want to go back to that life but you know what it's funny too though because ooh, and this is definitely being transparent on the recap we ain't even in the main topic yet but like, I have found a lot lately that I can give my own self more pleasure, like, with my vibrator than some of the niggas that I've dealt with. Most of the niggas that I've dealt with. So this, and this that's the truth. Be, and this definitely could be a whole topic. So I'll be honest. You that's know? the truth for a lot of people. It's like, it's like you think about it and you're like, mm, yeah, we can have sex, but are you going to get me to the fullest extent that I need to? And if I try to teach you, and I mean, th- there's that there's that too. You can just try to teach the person, you know, if you're in love with them, just whoever you, you know, dealing with. And, and, you know, they can help you. But most of the time, some of these people, partners, they're a little hard-headed or they just, they're not willing to learn. So if you got somebody who's willing to learn, that's good. That's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, don't even, I don't even remember the game we playing at this <laughs> we just go in there what's going on in the world what is going on in the world listen I want to talk about briefly about uh, a couple of some greats passing away. And I don't really want to talk about their death. I just want to kind of talk about the highlights of their life. Um, and one of them is Betty White. And the other one is Sidney Point. Sid- I don't want to mess up his last name. I feel like I've been hearing it pronounced different ways. But I've been calling him Sidney Portier. Portier. I would say Portier. Yeah, Portier, Sydney Portier. Um, and I just kind of want to talk about them for a little bit because these are some people who 
I mean, I'm not them, so I can't tell you how they felt, but like on the outside looking in, which, you know, that can be very narrow, but it looked like they fulfilled like life. Like this is like who you look up to in fulfilling life. These are a couple of people who you look up to fulfilling life. They lived for a very long time. Um, That's what I was about to say. Like these, I look at them and I'm like, I know y'all have lived life. Like they've gone through so many decades, bitch. Like they've literally went from no TVs to fucking iPhones and droids in the air. Like what the fuck? No, facts. Like bitches went from like pre- internet yeah yeah girl it niggas went through civil rights movements women movements niggas went through uh looking at fountains that said whites only or blacks only you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. experiencing racism and sexism yes and and it's and it's crazy because both of these people did so much for for the deconstruction on how america you know was Mm-hmm. You know, Betty White, it's, it's funny because I recently saw this post about Betty White and she had this show and on the show she had a black tap dancer, right? And um, she was like the first uh, all-white show to star like a black guest and one of the first. And uh, when they when the black guy got on there to, you know, do his tap dancing and things like that to show off his talents because, you know, she was like, he's talented, doesn't matter who he is like I want him to show off his talents a lot of people didn't like that and so they tried to um you know tell her oh don't have him on the show anymore and she was like we'll get over it he's gonna be on my show and then they canceled the show yeah one thing about Betty um she was definitely that bitch she did not give a fuck at all when niggas say anything to her about her choices she was always about um being inclusive and bringing like different races and um sexual like sexual orientations mm-hmm. and genders in spaces mm-hmm. that norm like like you just said would normally not be accepted exactly she didn't care who she pissed off she didn't care what show got canceled bro i didn't even know she had her own radio show she had no, her own she she radio. was in multiple mediums yes in entertainment yes she was a model she had her own radio show she was um obviously the golden girls come on now she was uh, doing a lot. She was in a lot of movies. Like she was the pioneer for a lot of things. Um, I also um, didn't know how much of a, um, you know, animal rights, you know, activist she was. I didn't know that. It's crazy how you don't know certain things. And then when they pass it, like all their like life's work come out and you're like, wow, this person did this much. I did not know that. And that, that really is the case normally when it comes to the you know, the older celebrities and greats that pass on because they were there. They were like popular figures in a time where they didn't have their lives and livelihood shown publicly, like on on such a scale that it is today. That's facts, man. So there were like certain parts of their lives that were more private. Yeah, yeah. And it definitely showed. And you know what I can say? Oh, if that's another thing. Because um, oh, a lot of people were saying that People Magazine jinxed it because she was supposed to be 100 and they came out with the cover like, I think it was like a month before her birthday. And mm-hmm. then like as soon as they came out with the cover, she had passed. But a lot of people were saying that they jinxed it and I was like, listen, 
whether she lived to 100 or not, Betty made made her mark in the industry and it was a lasting mark. She was the epitome of unproblematic white woman. Mm-hmm. Problematic for the white folk who didn't want her to be like this, but unproblematic for the rest of us. <laughs> no, for real. And she she changed so many lives and I'm thankful that Although we weren't born at the time she started, we got to experience some of her greatness, um, be, especially her being a woman. Because it, it, even though back then, um, you know, being white, you know, you were at an advantage. But being a woman, you weren't shit. So she did have some type of, you know, struggle that she did have to face. And I love that she never made it about her. Mm-hmm. You know how some people, like, they struggle and they, they make this whole movement, but they base it off of their struggles? Like, she always was like, yeah, I'm struggling, but there's all these people who struggle more than me, so I'm going to put them on. Yeah, she was definitely down for the cause. Like, yeah. she was one of those people you didn't really have to question her uh, motives exactly. behind what she was doing. Exactly. So I'm thankful we got to experience her and experience what it's like to stick up for other people and stick up for the underdog because she didn't give a fuck. We love you, Betty. Please, please, please rest in nice paradise. And we know she up there with her ex-husband, the one that she wanted to be. I think his name was, yeah, Alan Luden. She said that whenever she passed, she wanted to be with her husband. And she knew she was going to be with him again. And we know she up there making the angels laugh and <laughs> all this good stuff. She was, she was also a character. She would be on the nighttime television just saying stuff that made everybody uncomfortable. And it's just funny because it's like, you don't expect this from this little small petite woman to just be saying all this outlandish stuff. And she's just looking at them like, Anne? <laughs> like, what y'all gonna tell me for real? What, you can't tell me nothing at all. So yeah, she's definitely, definitely was a trailblazer. And then we have Mr. Sidney Portier. Man, he was also a huge trailblazer. I was reading that he was one of the first um, black men that relegated the roles of... Because you know how back then, when a Black man was in a movie, their main roles was for, like, comic relief or, like, being yeah. a servant. Mm-hmm. He was, like, one of the first Black men to, like, kind of break that chain. And he yeah. was, like, more so of the main character. And I didn't realize that. I also didn't know that, um, well, it's, you know, it's easy to infer that when he was doing these roles that he faced some type of adversity, but... There was this one specific movie, and it was um, The Heat of the Night. And they were, I believe, based out of, it was, like, one of the most country states. Like, you know, one of the most, like, ugh, if I go there, I might get lit. I believe it was Missouri. Yes. And um, they were filming there, and a lot of people knew that he was filming this movie. And in one of the hotels, uh, they had put him in this hotel. It was him and the whole crew. There was, mm-hmm. like, a demonstration of white people outside who was trying to protest and was trying to get in there and try to harm him. And the directors was like, oh, my God, what the hell are we going to do? And so Sydney was like, listen, if any one of the mofos come in, I'm going to shoot their ass back with this gun under my pillow. <laughs> and they was looking and like... He meant, and he meant that shit, too. He, he, and they were looking like, Jesus, it shouldn't get to this point. And I thought it was interesting to see, like, Obviously, like, they were aware of the racial differences and the adversities that Black people face, but to see it head on just how much hatred there was for Black people, I know that for them it was, like, a learning experience, like, nah, let's make this movie the best freaking movie. 
And also in that movie um, was uh, what was considered like the slap heard around the world um, because he played this detective um, and he was talking to one of like the plantation owners about the case and like the plantation owner smacked him and he immediately like reflexed and smacked like his damn whiskers off his face. (laughs) And everybody was mad as fuck seeing it. Yeah, everybody was like, how dare this, you know, this, 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 this nigger, whatever, uh, uh, even if he is acting, you know, slap this white person. And the whole time, you know, I'm just looking like, but he made money though. And he slapped what was supposed to be a plantation owner. Like who, you know, could do that and get away with it. Like no, for real. And I had also read that he was, uh, the first black man to be, I think it was nominated for an Oscar. Mm. Praise God trailblazers man trailblazers being able to say that you live in a time where you played a role where you slapped a plantation owner's face off his neck that's amazing but also being somebody to break the stigma that black people have to only play roles of the help or be comic reliefs that's even more amazing Mm -hmm. he paved the way for black men specifically to be leading roles Mm -hmm. in movies so, I mean, man, these people were so great. They left such a huge imprint, you know, in the industry. And I just hope that in our generation we can start or we have, you know, people who we can build up to be like the next Cindy Poitiers, the next Betty Whites of our generation. And that we have kids who can be like, dang, like this person lived through the pandemic. They lived through, well, I don't know what's next. I'm not trying to claim anything else. They lived through all this stuff. And they still persevered. Because these people lived through, like, Sydney has got threatened, was threatened to be lynched and all this stuff multiple times. Oh, I believe it. So they lived through real, like, real life adversity, real life, like, not only him, his whole family threatened. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. Like, at that point, like, it wasn't microaggressions, bro. It yeah. was straight aggression. It was straight. <laughs> it was it straight, was straight aggression. when I see you, I'm going to try to, like, slay, like, hang you bro that's it when i see you i'm gonna try to like shoot you i'm trying to kill you and 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 the killings back then were extremely gruesome so the fact that this black man could go through all that adversity be nominated for an oscar break the stigma and what black people play in roles for movies amazing amazing and i'm thankful that we got to experience that as well at least experience the the outcomes of what he's done so. Yes, yes, and may they they rest in peace and power. May they rest in peace and power. Praise God. all right all right y'all know what it is yes we are talking about 2022 and new year's resolutions but with a twist yes we 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 know y'all probably have been seeing all of the new year's um content you know everyone talks about their their resolutions and their goals and things they set for the year and the things they accomplished in the year prior. But, you know, we, we, we want to go over some specifics, you know, yeah. because 
I stated in the last episode mm-hmm. that for this year, this is the year of execution. Right. Okay. We are putting the things that we previously stated and manifested right. into action. Gosh, y'all sweat, y'all next sweating. We about to get real. It's just about to get real, real. So, so to, you know, put it simply, we're gonna get some do's and don'ts. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm. We're gonna definitely start off with the don'ts. You know, we're gonna get all the all the out of bad, bad stuff out the way and wrap it up with the good stuff. Some some something motivational. Yeah. Listen, definitely I've been seeing a lot of people post um about um how they realized they had they were in friendships and in the friendships they realized that you know either the other friend's intentions were bad or the other friend was jealous I've been seeing a lot of posts of people coming out and talking about their experience and one of the first don'ts is jealousy within friendships this one girl posted and was like and this year y'all need to start recognizing if you're in a friendship and you're the jealous friend or you have a jealous friend um and that doesn't just look like, oh, dang, like, she looks better than me. That could be literally seeing them win and you not feeling happy for them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a very, it's a very hard topic because, for example, let's say I'm going through a storm in my life, like a really long storm. And this is my year of storm. Sometimes that it is a full year of storm and not to scare anybody, but that's just how it is. But the next year is going to be a year of nothing but blessings. That's sometimes that's how it is. But sometimes just because you're going through a storm, that don't mean everybody else around you is going through a storm and you have to watch them, you know, continue to be blessed. And a lot of people don't know how to be happy for their loved ones when they are in the storm themselves. It's a very... It's hard to do that self-reflection because you think, oh, no, like, I'm happy for them. Like, I told them, like, oh, I'm happy for you and that I'm praying for you and all this stuff. But just because you said one thing, that doesn't mean that that's your true intentions. Yeah. Like, like, do you really believe it? Yeah. Because it, it is a tricky thing. Like, you can say that you're happy that, you know, your friend or a loved one is going through all of these triumphs, you right. know? They're, they're, they're reaching goals and accomplishments and things like that. And you yourself are questioning, okay, how come they are winning right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here still, you know, going through my struggle. Mm-hmm. It can be as simple as just questioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. You're, no, you're no longer focusing on the accomplishments, their accomplishments. That's true. You're making it about you. That's true. And that's intention. Yeah. And it's a bad one. <laughs> um, and it's crazy because sometimes we don't want to recognize it. Sometimes we just want to put it off as, oh, I'm just feeling kind of down today. Or, you know, like maybe I just shouldn't talk to them because I don't want to give them any negative energy. But you need to do more self-work than that. Because mm-hmm. just because you didn't talk to them for that day because you're feeling negative energy, that doesn't mean that those negative feelings went away. You just compartmentalized them and kept them away for that day. Mm. Listen, <laughs> listen, a lot of y'all not going to like th- th- these don'ts, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these don'ts, you really got to be looking in the mirror. Yeah, you do. You do. I've definitely been in a situation where I was on the 
I guess you could say receiving in, but I didn't know that my friend had felt that way. That's another thing. Some of us need to be more aware of who our friends are and who we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Because they could be saying a lot of stuff, but unbeknownst to you, they're praying ill will against you. Like, and it doesn't have to be... praying on my downfall. That's exactly. And it doesn't have to be a, oh, I hope she doesn't do... It could literally be a, man, she always talks about how good everything is. Oh, I can't stand her. It can literally be like a quick thought. And you catch yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, why am I thinking like that? Now, since you've caught yourself... You need to evaluate something. Why the, are you now that you're that? aware? Yeah, you need to work on that. Right. It can't just be like, "Oh, my bad," mm-hmm. and keep it moving. And honestly, y'all might not like this, but you might also need to talk to your friend, bro. Yeah. And let them know about those negative feelings. It could go one way or another. You could tell. You could tell your friend and be like hey friend um i see that you're winning but i want to be transparent with you i feel like i have been having negative feelings towards you about winning and i want to i don't want to have those feelings towards you because i do care about you and i want you to grow this is important so i saw this post um this girl said that she was having negative feelings about her friends for like a long time Mm-hmm. And as soon as she said that, as soon as she felt that she was having these negative ill wills, it was because she herself was insecure. And as soon as she felt that she was having these negative ill will feelings towards her friend, she said she just stopped talking to her. Ten years later p- passed, that girl's going through some hard times. For some reason, she thinks about the girl. She calls the girl up and tells her and just lets out everything, all the truths of everything. And it was like, I'm so, so sorry like that I stopped talking to you. I felt like I was jealous of you and and I'm going through a hard time and you don't, I know I don't deserve, you know, you thinking about me or praying for me or anything. The girl literally stopped her and started praying over them, over her, over her situation. She wasn't praying about, she was praying over this girl who confessed to her that she was jealous and was like, you can talk to me about anything. A lot of people don't have those type of friendships and I understand it might not Mm -hmm. be that simple, but to know that that person was transparent you don't know how the outcome could be no that's facts because i feel like a true friend Mm -hmm. would respect that level of transparency yeah 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 and that's and that's not something you learn overnight you have to you have to really take an inner look at yourself and the situation you have to step out of yourself for once because a lot of times we're so caught up in our own lives that we don't, you know, we don't acknowledge our feelings. You have to step out of yourself and look at the situation you evaluate and be like, okay, what's the problem here? Mm-hmm. And now let me address it. And now let me talk to my friend. And I had to learn to do that with, not with this specific situation, but like whenever I felt bad about something and not telling my friend about it, it didn't feel good. Cause it was like, dang, I don't want them. Cause like, if you see them now, you're feeling bad or you're feeling guilty. So being able to express that to a friend and like with, Bree and I, our friendship has definitely grown with transparency. And um, now that I can be, I feel like I can be super transparent with her, even when it's not, even when it's nothing cute. It's not, it's not pretty. The gift is not pretty. The, what I'm talking to her about is real ugly. and It might make me feel ugly, but we are both on a very close and connected intellectual like standpoint that she can look outside of the situation and be like, well, JJ, maybe try doing this. Or I can say, well, Brie, how about this? You know, 
So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely. That's what definitely don't. Jealousy within friendships and ignoring any ill feelings that you're having and just kind of faking being happy. Don't do that, yeah. man. It's only going to hurt you and the other person. Yeah. Was, we, we, we're not trying to pretend. Not. Not trying to pretend in, in, in our friendships, our relationships, anything moving forward. Mm. Mm. You got you to gotta speak and live your truth. You do. In every way. You do. Okay. Okay. That, that, that was a really good don't. That was really good don't. Okay, um, okay. I would say to another don't <laughs> because a part of setting up goals, right? Yeah. Is organization, okay? Yeah. You you you're planning and listing out these tasks or um these activities that you're wanting to complete, right? Yeah. But you have to actually complete them. Like, you actually have to put work in in order to get to that end point. Exactly. And when you don't do that, guess what that's called? What? Procrastination. When you keep putting it off. Because sometimes, and, and I would say from personal experience, like, it's so easy to find yourself in the position where Things can get a little overwhelming. Like you, yeah. you have the overall goal in mind and the intention behind it. But yeah. if it's a little daunting, you can kind of be like, mm, "I'm gonna wait to do that later. I'm gonna put that off for a little bit because it's a little too much right now." Mm. Like that's not wrong in that moment to recognize that. Okay, I'm a, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Let me put this down and pick it back up later. But the important part is to actually pick it back up. Because <laughs> that's Come the part, on. like, that's when you don't pick it up and keep saying over and over and repeating, okay, I'm going to just do it later. I'm going to do it later. I'm going to complete it later. I'm going to do that. And then you find yourself months way after the fact, looking mm. back like, damn, I fucked up or I missed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. That's a good one, right? After you speaking to me on that one, man. Because <laughs> I feel like, bro, because I feel like, and that's a huge thing, especially with New Year's resolutions, quote unquote, like, mm-hmm. we say all this stuff, bro, and be like, oh, I want to do all of this. We'll even make a planner. We'll make a mood board. We'll make, we'll make a whole manifestation journal. We'll make all of that. And we don't do it. Because for one, uh, like you said, I'm not feeling like it today. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm not feeling like it tomorrow. I'm tired. I'll do it when I'm not. Nah, man. Some of the best work that I produced was when I was exhausted. And I ain't going, that's not, that's no cap. Yes, you do need to get rest. But sometimes if it's something that you're really, really wanting to achieve, what come that day? Yeah, you're not gonna get rest every single day. Yeah, and and you also can't like always put it off on you know your emotional state as well because yeah. that's constantly evolving, right? Like it it really does come down to discipline mm. Mm. because if you don't have that necessary discipline and drive, you're not gonna do anything, bro. Like you can yeah. list up and down all the things you want to do, all the dreams that you have. And never achieve them. Man. If you don't have the discipline and drive in order to do so. 
Because things just don't happen overnight. You have to keep trying. You have to keep putting in effort. And that was definitely one of the one of the hardest things I had to learn as an adult in my early 20s. Because yeah. I went from being a young woman that, you know, things just somehow worked out in my in my life in a lot yeah. of situations. And I just kind of like counted on that, honestly. Yeah. Mm. And then once actual hardships and obstacles and tribulations started happening, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Hell no, I can't push through on this shit. (laughs) It's way too much going on. These weapons look real close to prospering. No, for real. I had a lot of moments, and I'm pretty sure I will definitely have way more moving on in life. But the difference is now I've gained discipline. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I keep focus, mm-hmm. and I've put in you know certain certain steps in order to take in order to you know achieve the little goals. So because sometimes yeah. it's not even about a big goal; you can set a little goal that you just yeah. want to achieve in a month. Mm. And 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 see, it's, it's about. The, I feel like a lot of times people always be focusing on the big picture, but not the details that it takes to get there. Like you said, doing a a couple little goals. Do do some attainable goals first. Yeah, of course. Have your big dreams. Yes. Mm-hmm. But to get to your big dreams, you need to go through the attainable things first. Yeah. You got to. Ain't no way, boy. You know, it's funny because when people be like, oh, man, this person got famous overnight. Like, whenever I be seeing, like, um, for example, a famous TikToker gets famous overnight. And then when I actually go to their TikTok page, they have thousands of posts that's never gotten any, you know, like likes or they've had they've had thousands of posts where they've had to put in work put in the editing and i'm like they really didn't get famous overnight because their first person their first post didn't go viral they had to build up to that they had to start making a schedule post by post oh i got a little bit more likes today oh i got a little bit more likes this day but they had to do thousands of posts before that one post could even get noticed People don't like to look at the journey to get there. They just want to look at the end results. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to look at the end re- And man, man, that end result will never come if you procrastinate. And I'm glad that we're talking about procrastination because the next two don'ts on this list, I feel like, are the fruits of procrastination, which is complacency and inconsistency. When you start procrastinating, you start getting complacent and not wanting to grow no really because you get in that state to where you're like okay things aren't as bad i i I feel comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can stay here for a little bit and then you know eventually get back on track Mm -hmm. with the goal that i had originally originally set exactly exactly man hey we preaching today (laughs) (laughs) they spitting for it Bro, we're speaking facts because it happens, man. And it, and it's happened. To, like, listen, everything that we're saying, bro, I'm promising we've done it. <laughs> like, I have. I don't know how many times I can tell you. I said, mm, I'll give y'all a, a a real fake example, fake real example. Don't ask me what that means. Just know that I'm saying real fake, fake real. So, <laughs> I said, oh. I want to get my driver's license. Praise God. I, but I, I, I need to practice, right? If, if I'm going to get my driver's license, I need to practice. I need to go take some driver's lessons. I need to do all that. Mm, well, my mom's been taking me everywhere. 
I'm comfortable enough right now. I can figure it out later. Now I'm being inconsistent on how much I need to practice because I'm being complacent, which is stemming from my procrastination. I'm telling you, bro, it's all intertwined. When you start procrastinating, you start getting complacent, you start getting inconsistent, and now you're sad. Now you're sad. Watch this, Bree. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Now you're sad, and then you're not taking care of yourself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's, each one. It, come on. Each one <laughs> is a result of the prior, okay? Okay? <laughs> it's a result. People think that when they don't, here's the thing. A lot of us, we don't, we don't take a lot of things seriously, right? We're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, if I don't do this, that's okay because I at least accomplished this. Which, don't get me wrong, every accomplishment should be celebrated. Accomplishment should be celebrated. But are you celebrating it because that's the only one you wanted to put work towards? Or are you celebrating it because that's the only thing you physically, mentally, financially could do. You know what I'm saying? Is that is was that really the only accomplishment you could make? No, this is this is facts. Because then when you're in when you reach that point to where now you're thinking about things. Now you're like, okay, because I kept putting this off and I kept being inconsistent with mm-hmm. my my mm-hmm. goals and my work ethic or whatever the goal is. Now you reach the point to where you're like, okay, I missed out on this opportunity. Mm. I'm no longer in a place that I really wanted to be in. And so now you're like, that that's depression. Oh, oh that's God. anger. Who that's resentment. Jesus. Okay. Mm. So now you're in this place to like, speaking as a person that went through a deep depression, you're mm. not eating. Mm. You're mm. not taking like care of yourself. You're not working out. You're not getting adequate sleep. You're mm-hmm. using unhealthy vices like alcohol, partying, wow. keeping yourself distracted. Wow. And again, I'm, I'm speaking from experience, bitch. Looking for um, other people to complete you or make mm-hmm. you feel whole. Mm-hmm. Whoo. Hey, that, that last part hit me, though. Make you feel whole? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Bring who? Hey. <laughs> Because you, you, you're not feeling whole because you're not taking care of yourself. I'm sweating. You're not putting that energy into yourself. Mm. And at the same time, you're talking down on yourself. You're, you're, you're no longer believing in yourself. And when you no longer believe in yourself, that's, that's, a, that's a very hard place. That's a very hard place to find yourself in. And it's even harder to get yourself out of. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I think that's very that that's that's very powerful, man. Cause a lot of the times, like you said, and you know, we speak it from transparent situations, like when this happened to me and I felt defeated, but only because like the thing is though, <clears throat> I would feel defeated, but then I would think back and be like, But did you really try everything you could have done? Did you really do what you wanted like supposed to do? Did you follow the outline you made for yourself? Or did you just give up? You can't you can't feel so defeated, JJ, if you didn't do what you say you was gonna do, right? And you and now I'm blaming it on everything else but myself. Jeez. Oh gosh. <laughs> Listen, that, that's that's real. And and okay, so we we we, we listed 
the procrastination, the procrastination, complacency, inconsistency, inconsistency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. words, <laughs> and how that all can lead to not taking care of yourself, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I want to bring up something mm-hmm. else that also could lead to you not taking care of yourself. Mm, so about. you you you're setting all of these goals, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna make sure. I don't, you know, become inconsistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in order for me to not become inconsistent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to keep piling up the work. Oh. I need to keep piling up the effort. Oh. What, what we talk about earlier, that hustle culture? Yep. Stretching yourself thin at that point. You reach a point of burnout. Oh. You don't allow yourself to rest. Oh. Switch the gears on them then, Brianna. Look, because like I said, both of these can lead to you not taking care of yourself. One is a lack of, and the other is excess. Mm. Excess of anything can still be unhealthy. Yes. Yes. Girl. Girl. Because I've experienced this too, bitch. I know you have. Talk to him. <laughs> that burnout, because in, in, in the flow of things, you're like, okay, I'm doing good because I'm doing a lot. Mm. I'm not being lazy because I have all of these things on my plate and it's right here in front of me. So I see it, I'm aware of it, and I'm taking care of it. Mm. But in that moment, you're not giving yourself time to rest. Mm. You're not, you know, giving yourself grace. Mm -hmm. You're just focusing too much on the goal. Mm -hmm. And that can also harm you. You yeah. really can. You reach a point of mental exhaustion Oof. and physical exhaustion. I, I can't tell you how many times where I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And then I, I experience a day to where I can't even get out of bed. And I'm right. like, I don't know why I'm so tired. Exactly. And it's crazy because I know people are like, well, if I get too much stress, if I get a little rest, well, what do y'all want? To, what do y'all want us to do? Refer back to what Bree previously said about starting with the little stuff. Do things that are attainable first. You got to do it. You got to do it. Because when you start stretching yourself then you're not taking care of yourself. You got procrastination, consistency, complacency, and you burn out. At one point, you're going to get pissed off. You're going to let me forget this stuff. I'm sick of it. Matter of fact, I don't want to do none of this no more. No, that really happens. Yeah. Because then you're like, dang, I put in all this hard work and it still ain't work out. Yeah. Then why the hell am I doing it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then why am I doing it? I'm not seeing the results in the timely manner that I want it to be. Woo! I, I know. I know somebody listening to this and they like they're fucking spitting. <laughs> they're like, bitch, can you see me? Because you're speaking to me right now. We see you. Yeah, you right there in the back with the green, with the green. We know you eating the cinnamon toast crunch. Listen to us. That's you. <laughs> We know exactly who you are. Yeah, and, and, and to the other person that's also, we we see you too. Um, you speeding. You slow your ass down. Yeah. Um, on the way to work. <laughs> so <laughs> pay attention to all the, the, the traffic signs and be aware of your traffic laws, okay? Please. Please. We're we trying to get to the goals at least. We ain't trying to die before we get there. So please. Okay, because you got to be alive. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to be alive to do this shit. You got to so be alive to do say. it. Please be safe driving, please. <laughs> <laughs> but those are facts, bro. And 
and then when you start forgetting about your goals because of everything that we previously said that led up to this, now we're moving backwards. Regression. Regression. And that's a that's a tough period too. Yeah. Because when you reach that point to where you're, you're like, it was so easy mm-hmm. <laughs> to be in that place. Mm-hmm. And it's even easier to fall right back into it. Mm-hmm. Bro. Mm. 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 Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't care if you're still in that tough season. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing you could do is move backwards because you've done so much to get here. Yeah. And you don't want to lose out on that because because you, you can't guarantee Ooh. that if you move back, if you can come back to where you're at now. That's not a guarantee. Oh, yeah. You can move backwards, but you necessarily can't reach the point that you're currently at now. That's not a guarantee. Wow. That word was for me. <laughs> that word was for me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you feeling a little seen right now? I feel very seen. Very, very. Because let me tell you something. The temptation of wanting to go backwards, it be there for me so bad sometimes. Because I'd be like, I'd be looking at myself and I'm like, dang, if I can just do this instead for a little bit, because I'm you know, feeling a little lonely, I'm feeling like, you know, I just wanted to take my mind off of things. But that has opened up the door to continue doing things that I said I wasn't going to do in 2022. Mm-hmm. We ain't opening up doors here. Not for that. We closing doors on that. We closing doors on these don'ts. Got to. Because if Got we don't to. close the door now, if we don't analyze it and target it now, target what that weakness is now, bro. And we're going to talk about that more in the do's. Okay, okay. So, so we closing the door on the don'ts. Close the door, right? On the y'all, y'all, y'all been up, up with us to this point. So now let's get into the the do's. Mm. Okay, let's lift it up a little bit. Whew. Listen. Okay, so y'all know mm. JJ always says that I am the queen of manifestation. Yes, she is. And yeah, for for New Year's Eve, I did create a manifestation board. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily want to say it's a manifestation board for the year because mm-hmm. some of these goals, I'm like, you know, I'm open to achieving them within the year and also moving forward. Yeah. Like I have lifelong goals, you know? Yeah. And the reason that I believe so much in manifestation is because I just know that there's so much power Mm-hmm. In the words that we speak, mm-hmm. and especially the words that we speak on our own lives, mm-hmm. like whether you realize that or not, yeah, words are powerful, man. The way that you speak to yourself and speak about yourself holds a lot of weight. And once yeah. you acknowledge that, whoo, you literally feel like you can do anything. Yeah, like that's yeah. a testimony, like a personal testimony. Like once I realized that that's when things started clicking into place for me personally. And I was like, okay, this wasn't just me, you know, running on luck and life just, you know, things just working out on its own. No, it was me believing in myself and putting action behind that belief. Yeah. Oof. Come on, action behind. 
<laughs> execution. Okay. Okay. Because that's, that's what we're doing. Next, do okay. That's what we're doing. Yeah. The thing is, like, like we said, like you know, Brie talks about manifestation, but she also talks about executing. Man, you can't just say stuff. It, uh, uh, when you say stuff, it's just empty air. You just wasting air. No, for real. And, and, and there's so many. There's so many sayings that back this up. Closed yeah. mouths don't get fed. Hey, Scared okay. money don't make money. Like, yeah, <laughs> yep. back your shit up. Literally, because how else is it gonna happen? Mm. Miracles they happen, yes, but you can't always rely on a miracle to save you. you That's can't. true. Miracles happen when, 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 whenever they need to have miracles is not an everyday thing. It's not. I'm just not giving out miracles like that. It's not an everyday thing. Listen, man, I'm telling you right now. If you want any change in your life, yes, write it down. Yes, say it. But if you, if you physically cannot make that first step you're just going to continue to have the exact same goal with no progression i know people who have the exact same goals and they've progressed with the exact same goals they're like oh i want to do this again and they met it i want to do this again but i know people who have the exact same goal because they've never met it before and it's not because they couldn't let's be clear it is not because they couldn't it's because they didn't put the effort in. People thinking, and, that, and that's crazy, like, lately now, people thinking everything's supposed to come so easy. When has anything ever came easy? No, for real. And pe- I mean, one prime example, whenever you ask that, people bring up, like, their childhoods, but it's like, mm, was shit really easy for your parents? No. You, you, you just were shielded from it, for the ones that were. Because some yeah. aren't, but for the ones that were, and say that, you just didn't see it. You didn't have yeah. to go through it. You had the privilege of not having to experience it. Exactly. And they pushed through it. That's different, though. I mean, everybody is different. But sometimes, maybe even utilizing that resource to see how your parents push through it. They may It may not be the same for you, but it could give you some insight on how maybe you need to attack a certain goal or a certain measure of something that you want to do. Sometimes getting other advice can help aid that's putting action behind something getting advice from someone mm-hmm. stepping out and being transparent if you see that you want your financial goal let's say let's say you want to um let's say you want to start working on your credit maybe your credit score has dropped maybe you want to do whatever 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 and you have a resource maybe your mom has had experience going bankrupt and now she's building her credit. Now she's back at a, at a credit score that she wants to be in. Honestly, talking to her about her experience and seeing what not to do is putting action behind it because now you know what to avoid. Now you know yeah. what you can do. Mm-hmm. Prime example, bro. Like Nothing is going to come easy ever. So definitely you know, putting action behind your words um, whenever you do manifest. Very, very serious, man. And don't put yourself in a freaking box. And one of our next do's kind of talks about that. It's leveling up and reaching your full potential. Man. Am I the only one? But do y'all ever, like, make a goal and then you start having some doubts and you're like, well, am I really worthy of reaching this? Or am I? can I really do it? It seems kind of impossible. 
but you have yet to analyze your past tribulations you've overcame. You thought that was impossible to get out of, and now we're here. So what's the difference between making this type of goal? What's the difference? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's another thing that is very common. Yeah. When people talk about, like, resolutions and a new year, they're like, I'm leveling up this yeah. year. I'm becoming a boss bitch. I'm becoming that nigga. Okay. Yeah. But what is it going to take for you to get there? Mm. Mm. Because like we just said, it's one thing to speak it, but it's a whole other thing in order to put action behind it in order to achieve those goals. Mm. That's what leveling up is. It's not necessarily you, okay, once I achieve this goal, that's it. Yeah. Nah, leveling up to me is just growing. Yeah. And, and, and accepting and looking forward to growth. Mm. I don't want to be the same person. Mm. I don't. I want to be able to grow and keep progressing in life and whatever life throws at me, the experiences and the relationships and everything. Hey, yo, that's and, facts. Yeah, and just persevere through it all. That's what leveling up to is to me. And I like that you said, um, what is it going to take to get there? Because reaching your full potential could also be reaching past what you think your limits are. Yep. I can go back to the financial one. Oh, you, you, you trying to build your credit? Okay. Well, how about for two full months, we don't do any recreational shopping. We just put everything away in our savings. How about that? How about for two full months, we don't do any recreation. When I say recreation, I'm talking about getting your nails done. I'm talking about for the, for the guys getting those new pair of Jordans or you know, for, for whoever. Anything that is not something that you need for survival, how about we how about for two months? Two, two months, 60 days. If we talk about February and then the next month, that could be only 58 days. <laughs> how about two full months? I'm not doing any recreational shopping. And okay. that money that we could have used, we putting it towards a saving. That's paying down on that credit card debt. See, that, that's, a, that's a good example. That's a good example because a lot of people don't know how to budget. A lot of Come people on. don't know how to budget. A lot of people don't have financial discipline. And a lot of people don't, you know, aren't aware of the specifics behind financial terminology. Like, people don't even know about credit. Like, fully about credit. Yeah, I definitely did not. <laughs> I definitely did not. <laughs> At all. And that in turn can lead to you, you know, having bad credit if you don't yeah. fully understand it. Yeah. And make the, the right choices when it comes to credit. Exactly. But so so I, I like that example. But I, wa- I want to give another example of, of something that could also hold you back. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about leaving things that no longer serve you. Mm, come on. Next and letting do. go of unhealthy things. People always talk about how when they come into a new year, they're like, I'm cutting off anyone that's not making me happy and like all this stuff, which is, I mean, that's great. You should do that. You know, mm-hmm. you, you should not be constantly inviting people in your life that are not adding value to your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh. 
I don't want to take away from that. But there are other things that also do not serve you in life. How is your diet? Oh, wow. 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 What, what are you what are you taking in as far as like content wise? What are the life choices that you're currently making? Wow. Who I mean, I mean, if we want to keep it to interpersonal relationships, who are you currently with? Oh, is this uh-oh. partner is this partner growing you? Uh-oh. <laughs> Or do they just make you feel comfortable? Oh. Or do they just make your life easier? Wow. 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 I agree. A partner should not make your life harder. But if that's the only thing that they can give you in a relationship, that's not the only thing you should be looking for. It's not. Wow. 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 There has to be more behind it. Friendships. Mm. Are you in a friendship to where you only check in? You put in the effort to keep things going? Mm. To remember their ups, their downs? Check in on their family? And not just there for them to listen to your problems? And focusing on what they can do for you. What are you doing for them? Mm. We done lost some listeners. We done lost some listeners. And that's okay. Because sometimes it's easy. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to focus on what the other person is doing. But you also have to figure out and unpack. What am I adding to this relationship? Or not adding? Okay, because you might not be adding. You this might be problem. Was, this this person was probably thriving, and then for some reason you saw him thriving, and then whenever y'all got together, it seemed like he started getting a little bit more depressed. It seemed like he started not knowing what to do with his money. It seemed like he was more broke than before. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? You mm. can't just say sit here and be like, oh, he just don't know how to. He just he just no. What do you not know how to do? And why is it always him? He was he was great before you. Why is that? He was thriving before you. She was thriving before him. She was thriving before her, and he was thriving before him. <laughs> you no, know yeah. what I'm saying? No, like it literally is that. Like I'm thinking about an example right now where I literally had created friendships just behind like drinking and partying with people. When I was in a point in my life to where I was in a deep depression and I was relying on distractions and mm. one of them being going out every weekend and getting drunk and hitting people up specifically just to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That's all that we were to each other. That's not a real mm. friendship. <laughs> and that was not healthy. Oh, man. And once I came out of that, it was like, damn. I was wow. really in a low point in life because wow. it took some time to come out of it. But when I did come out of it, I was like, "Ooh, baby, never again, never, never again. The fuck again. And those friendships did not last at Ooh. all. Never again. Mm. 
And I like that. And I like that you had also was talking about health because I think, and I, and I want to switch gears just for a second because I think something, and this is more so on the health side, another do is definitely start back going to those yearly and six-month checkups. Start back. Because a lot of us, here's the thing. And I'm going to be very transparent. I'm going to be, matter of fact, I'm going to say what I did. Whenever I was younger, right, I was in school, high school, whatever the case may be, and my mom was paying for my insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, I was under her, so I really wasn't thinking about nothing, you know. I would always go to my six-month uh, and yearly checkups, um, and it was nothing. I was living a simple life. But I will tell you this. I'm being very honest. When I started working and making my own money, having my own benefits, this, this, and that, I started not going back to those six months and yearly checkups because in my head I'm like oh I mean that was more so for when I was a kid I don't have time for that now oh god how much is this copay going to be now I'm starting to worry about money so now I'm putting my health on the back burner fast forward again I'm being very transparent and my family there's a lot of different um stuff we got going on we have cataracts thyroid issues we have uh emphysema a lot of things with respiratory infections a lot of that so, fast forward. I have um, a reoccurring, like it's like every winter time, winter to spring, bronchial infection that comes. So that's everything with my respiratory, you know what I'm saying? So imagine me, in my mind, my naive little 20-some mind, I'm paying for my own insurance. Oh, I ain't got to worry about that. I'm not even going to go to the doctor. I'll be good. Imagine me. I'm at work about to have a whole freaking asthma attack. All because I stopped or I didn't want to go to a doctor, a yearly checkup. I didn't want to do six months check. I didn't want to start getting the test ran. Also getting a lot of different, like when you, when y'all go to these doctor's check checkups, like the actual, your, your family doctor, your PCP, whoever the case may be, get the test done, get your blood ran, get everything mm-hmm. that your cholesterol, because what you don't know is that your great-great-grandma on your daddy's side has really, really high cholesterol, and it skipped them generations, but now you have high cholesterol. No, for real. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up, because doing that lab work mm-hmm. is very important. Because there, yes. there can be certain, you know, health conditions, not only that are in your family that you're unaware of, but even in your family, they haven't experienced. That just happens with you. Yes, Yes. So checking those different levels in your blood work is very important. It's very important important, um, for women getting your well women's exams Mm -hmm. and PAPs. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. it's awkward, but (laughs) (laughs) get it done. Get it done. And some of the doctors get it done. Ask the questions. See the Mm -hmm. OB and and gynecologist. See them. Go to the dentist. Oh, Oh, God. Get your teeth. Get that teeth cleaning twice a year yeah do it yeah do it go to the dentist okay because one thing that you don't realize by you saying okay it's not bad you know i i brush my teeth you know i do the the coconut oil and everything to help with the plaque and stuff like that mm-hmm. yes do that floss yes floss. please but floss. just because you're doing that and you're not seeing any like outer issues with mm-hmm. your teeth and your gums you mm. could still be experiencing something just by skipping going to those dentist's office 
visits for yeah. over a year or two. Yes. Because the next time you go, you might have to get a root canal. <laughs> and that definitely happened to me. Like, <laughs> but here you are saying, no, nah, I got a beautiful smile. My teeth white. Y'all bitches teeth yellow. <laughs> and now you on the operating table getting because, a root canal. Exactly. Because and slobbing out the side of your mouth. Okay, and then when you slobber, they looking at you. And it's really awkward because the lady got to use the own tissue that they put around your neck to dab you off. And now you're like, ugh, change the tissue. <laughs> 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 now you're like, this is gross. Why do, why do y'all do that? Why don't y'all just get an extra napkin? Why are you using the thing that's connected around my neck? But anyways, and, and, and Brie made a good point because she definitely said, we looking at the outer and saying, oh, I look fine. But root canal deals with nerves. You mm-hmm. can't see nerves. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, bro. That shit. Just because you're like, oh, I'm 20-something. I'm young. I'm healthy. No, bitch. Mm. That may not always be the case. You can be young and have a vitamin D deficiency. I oh. do. Oh. I do. I found that out at my last checkup. Well, mm. a year ago. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I found that and out. that's I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> I was really like confused like how does that happen but okay <laughs> exactly bro and that's so so common in women especially because we do our bodies are made to carry human beings so obviously we either produce too little of something or too much of something we have to go get those checkups mm-hmm. I have anemia that's very common because when we have our periods what do we lose blood and if oh, you're not girl. and if you're not eating your vegetables your block broccoli florets, my nigga, or your spinach, my nigga. And you're not taking your daily vitamins, and I'm not talking about the placebo vitamins. I'm talking about the actual vitamins that work. I ain't talking about the vitamins that don't work or the one that causes you to get sick. I'm talking about the actual vitamins specifically for your situation. I take iron pills. Mm-hmm. I take vitamin D. Vitamin D every week. But we wouldn't have known that if we would have never went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. We would have thought we were fine, but now you really you you thinking, damn, I'm a little sleepy. Why have I been so tired lately? Because you're lacking something. It's not just what. Let me say something. Water is great, and you're supposed to drink a lot of it, but water cannot fix everything. Thinking, no, for real. Oh, I drink all this water, I'm good, or I eat healthy, I'm good. That don't mean a damn thing. No, my for grandmother real. was the healthiest woman alive. She ended up having bone marrow cancer. They don't mean it. Doesn't it? it it, it helps when you have a healthy lifestyle, but that is not to substitute it for going to the doctor. That's in addition, baby. You need to do that and still go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Look, man, do what you can. And I understand, you know, everyone, not everyone has health insurance or the exactly. best health insurance. It may cost a good penny in order to go to these checkups, but it'll be worth so much more to go ahead and do what you need to do in order to come up with the funds in order to make those appointments than the you finding out something more serious later down the line that's going to be way more out of pocket or cost you more health wise yeah and there's a lot of programs um that if you are struggling they do allow you to have some type of health insurance Mm-hmm. Financial, there's so many financial health programs out there. Like I was struggling at one point. Again, we're being honest, and I went on um, Texas Healthy Women's. That's one of the Medicaid programs, and they cover people from like 
what I think I think it's from 18 on up whenever you are whenever you're able to not be on your parents anymore um if you have been on your parents um from 18 on up they help you out for women that's a really Mm -hmm. great resource so yeah man definitely look into that because the only person the only person who's going to take care of you is you and that's facts you can't expect anyone else to take care of you the way you can take care of yourself no for real it has to start with you always it definitely does. It definitely does. And 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 speaking of that, also, I would like to point out your mental health. Mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned it earlier. The way you speak to yourself, it's very powerful and it's very important. Yeah. Learn to speak to yourself kindly. I promise when you do this, you will see such a difference in your self-esteem and your confidence. Because, you know, being a curvy woman, I've always had insecurities with my body and my outer appearance. Yeah. And, and, and with the certain clothes that I wear or can't wear, like that brings me a level of anxiety. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. And I've had moments to where, you know, I really spoke down about myself and my body. Mm. And eventually I started believing it. Mm. And so, you know, once I realized that and started putting to work, putting the work into, you know, falling in love with my body again and, and giving myself the right amount of care and appreciation, mm-hmm. it only went up from there. Whew. Learn to speak to yourself kindly. And even outside of like body image, if yeah. you keep calling yourself dumb, if you're like, I'm a dumb bitch, well, eventually you're going to look around and you're going to be a dumb bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, no, for real. For real. Eventually you don't wake up every day and keep bitch. calling yourself a dumb bitch yeah. and then tell everybody else you a dumb bitch and so then they start treating you like a dumb bitch, you a dumb bitch. Don't be surprised, dumb bitch. <laughs> So learn how to speak to yourself kindly is really that simple. I'm my like one of my top love languages is words of affirmations. So words are very important to me. Okay. Mm. What people Mm. say, what I say, all of it. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. And you know what I like about that? You said, you know, learn to speak to yourself kindly. It's it's very important that you learn that, but you also surround yourself with people who are like that as well Mm -hmm. definitely surrounding yourself with people that are a healthy support system but you need to be able to figure out if it's a healthy support system because some people think that tough love is the only love right Mm. and so when you think that tough love is the only love you're thinking that's the only type of love you need to receive or you deserve and then you also started thinking you also don't understand what tough love is either and you start thinking criticism is tough love. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, I I cannot tell you, especially like as a as a black woman, a daughter who um has definitely had to work on her relationship with her, you know, parents and stuff like that. Like you have to recognize when some of the things that your mother or your father is saying, it is not tough love. 
it's criticism and they need to be called out on it. Because at that point, mm-hmm. they're no longer a part of a healthy support system. At that point, they are voicing those insecurities that you have that you have that, let's be honest, a lot of them stem from what they've told you. Yeah, it's that. it's literally that deep. It's literally it that deep. It really is that deep. Because like I said, bro, when you start hearing certain things over and over again and you accept them, mm. Mm. it's just that easy just to be like, okay, then yeah, that it is. that's what it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Especially coming from people that you care about. Cause I'm like I don't be giving a fuck about half the people that I don't really know what they say. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a person that I look up to and I respect and I care about, yeah, saying some crazy shit, I'm a not gonna lie. I'm gonna have a moment where I'm like, am I tripping or <laughs> like <laughs> okay? <laughs> like I'm not like I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be questioning a little bit. Like whoa, yeah, what the hell? yeah. My mama saying this to me. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of us don't want to, like, a lot of us, you know, especially also the way we're raised, we don't ever want to feel like we're disrespecting, you know, our elders for saying certain things. But you have to understand that nobody on this earth should make you feel lesser than, I don't care who they are in your life. No one on this earth. Because that's not who you were made to be. That's not who you are. That is a lie. That is being fed to you by the people that you that care that you care most about. And sometimes we have to knuckle up and talk to those parents, talk to those older siblings, talk to those aunts and uncles, knuckle up and tell them, hey, man, this don't sound like tough love. This sound like you're putting shedding more light on my insecurities and it's making me shrivel back into the person that I don't want to be anymore. That's what this sound like. And from experience, when from my experience of calling out certain family members on stuff, Mm. sometimes that's all it takes. It's just a conversation. Like, hey, this is how I feel about it. I don't Mm -hmm. like it. Exactly. Exactly. Either they're gonna stop, and if they do it again, then I mean, you might have to cuss them out. But then Mm -hmm. everybody, everybody, everybody will know at that point. Just not to exactly not to go there. So (laughs) okay. Because here's the thing, <laughs> you might have to be, bro, it's like when those aunties be like, oh, you gaining more, like, or like, like you gaining more, like, you, say, say something's ridiculous. Like, I remember, bro, I literally, ooh, I'm being transparent, y'all. I literally was like younger, right? I was younger and I was very chubby for my age. Mm. We getting deep. I was very chubby for my age. And literally, I remember being like, okay, I had a, I had a really bad problem with eating a lot of, like, um, junk food. And I, I you know, it, it, it affected, you know, my weight. And I literally, this was when I was, like, what, in elementary school? And I literally, like, had started thinking, like, oh, okay, maybe I need to stop eating as much junk food. Like, maybe I need to stop. This I'm young thinking this. I'm like, Maybe I I should just like calm down. So I'm literally like talking to my mom and cause she she would she would just cook all the time, but it was the chips that I would love to eat. I would love to mm-hmm. eat a whole bunch of hot fries. I would love to eat like Doritos. I would literally like store a stash that my mom couldn't find. Like that's how <laughs> like I would store stashes of chips 
that my mom couldn't find. Not in my room, of course, but in different places of the house. Hey, if she ever listened to this, I'm definitely getting slapped <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> you store some food in my house? I could have had ants. <laughs> no, but um, and I would just indulge, indulge, indulge. And then so I finally was like, you know, talking to my mom and, you know, I had told her, you know, how I felt about my weight. And, you know, she was being honest and, you know, told me like some, she was giving me some tips. So, you know, I stopped, you know, trying to store like different chips and different candies everywhere. Right. But then, mind you, I had a family member. I won't say what her role is in my family. Who this is after I'm like starting back to starting losing some weight. Again, I'm in fifth grade. All of Mm -hmm. this is happening. You better be careful or you're going to be obese and in the hospital. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm. Although what she said was true, there is a way to say certain things. And also there is a way, because first of all, you you don't even know that this, the time that you told me I'm going to be a beast in the hospital, I've already lost some weight because. And I just I know stopped. she did not say this shit in front of Miss Margaret. Because, oh, uh, no, no, because Miss Margaret would have slapped her in her fucking mouth. Like, why the fuck are you speaking that shit on my child, bitch? Exactly, exactly. She definitely didn't. She was, she's the type of family member that likes to say stuff in your ear at family gatherings, real slick shit. Snake, snake. So, you know, that, that, and but this was somebody who at that point, at that point, I had admired and looked up to, right? So I'm thinking, oh. Am I going to be obese? This is starting to F with my, you know, my insecurity. So I'm just saying all this to say, like, just because they are your loved ones doesn't mean that what they're saying is quote unquote tough love. It could just be criticism. And you need to be able to analyze that and to be able to catch them. Yeah, I was a bit younger, so I wasn't I wasn't as self-aware to say what I wanted to say. Um. If I know what I knew back then, I would have told her, that's actually um, not okay that you're saying that. And I'm telling my mom she's going to beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> no, but, like, <laughs> that's what you mean? really want to say, okay? That's what I really wanted to say. So Look, and today, if she were to try to say some silly shit like that, you are actually beating her ass yourself. Yeah, and I'm going to be like, okay, well, meet me over here. Because I know you the type <laughs> of hoe that wants to press charges. Because at so, this you know, point, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay, I do okay. not give a fuck. I mean, I barely did before, even as a like teenager. Cause I also had she's not even a family member, and I had to point that out whenever she tried to basically call me a hoe for having my nose pierced. Mm. And I was like, "Why are you here and not around your actual family?" Jesus. So um, yeah, now, and now we the bad guys. <laughs> and now we the bad guys. Cause she over there crying in the corner with somebody's husband who ain't hers. I'm just saying. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But yeah, you know, you you gotta learn how to surround yourself with a healthy support system. All we want is to be healthy in every aspect of our lives physically, mentally, emotionally, in our friendships, our Mm -hmm. relationships, and our work ethic like, all Mm -hmm. of it. All of it. I'm speaking that on everybody this year. And and I really hope that y'all got something from this episode. Because I definitely did. I definitely did. Y'all was was speaking to me and I felt seen. I said y'all like it wasn't 
one of me that was talking. <laughs> Not one of me, Jesus. It's all right. How many of them are you? Like how many? It's 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 just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just me. Anyways, I hope y'all learned something about that. <laughs> Where we at? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? It's time for places to be and people to see. Hey, let's go. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Real quick, I just want to drop this place that I went to. It's called Hawaiian Bros. And it's this, uh, it was this Hawaiian spot. If y'all are following the Queen Collective Instagram page, y'all know we're doing this 30-day challenge. And one of the challenges was, you know, try new cuisine. And so I went to um, this Hawaiian bro spot because I was like, I ain't never had Hawaiian food before. Like, I've never had it before. Like, nothing of the sort. I mean, you know, I've had pineapple dishes, but I'm not going to say that was Hawaiian food. And so I went to this restaurant. And first of all, the restaurant was so cute. I think it was just built. It's in um, North Dallas. And uh, it was so cute, so nice and clean. And they speak like, I think they were saying something to me, but she was like, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say the word and butcher it, but it was a part of a greeting or a goodbye greeting whenever I was leaving. And the food that I got, I got this Honolulu chicken, this macaroni salad and white rice. Y'all, this food was so freaking good. I've never had pepper macaroni salad before. And I thought it was just, macaroni and cheese but when I looked at it it said macaroni salad and it tasted like it tasted like what being culturally aware feels like (laughs) like it was a lot of different peppers it was a lot of different it was like a spin on like mac and cheese casserole and it was so good and the Honolulu chicken was like this sweet teriyaki chicken with pineapple juice infused in it oh then we had that the white rice. Good. It was so freaking good. And I was like, yo. And it was so fulfilling. Like, I got, and I got the small plate. Like, they have different, like, size plates. And I'm thinking, oh, it's not going to be super fulfilling. It's like this little, like, um, like, six-inch box all around. Like, it's like a small, like, white container. I'm like, there's no way there's a whole bunch of food in here. I open it up. Boy, they packed that food to the brim. I was eating that food. I said, man, I'm full. I'm going to sleep. But it wasn't like a. I didn't feel, you know how, like, some, like, foods you go out and eat and you feel, like, it's, like, it was, like, super greasy afterwards and that's why you want to go to sleep? No, I wanted to go to sleep because I felt fulfilled in life and I was happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, the food was actually very light, but since it was so much of it, I just felt so content. You can definitely split a small plate in half and still feel satisfied. And it's a small plate. It's, like, the smallest plate. So, I definitely recommend if y'all want to try something new, uh, go to Hawaiian Bros, man. The people over there are very, very nice. And it's so calm. Like, I went over there. The music was so, so peaceful. I was like, wow, this is a whole new experience. And it's so cute, too. Like, they have this um little, as soon as you go in, it's like this little front area where, like, it's so cute and decorative. You can literally, like, take pictures in front of it. So, yeah, definitely check out Hawaiian Bros. I'm so glad that I tried something new, and it was well worth it. And I'm praying that I can try more food, new foods this year, especially. 
I really love that. Yes, bro. Well, I'm going to shout out a special place here in Tulsa. Um, It's called Shuffles Board Game Cafe. And it's exactly what it sounds like, y'all. So, me and my boyfriend had a date night. And again, with the challenge, the 30-day challenge that we currently have on the Queen Collective, Mm -hmm. this was a try a DIY project. Now, I know y'all like, how the fuck this add up? But (laughs) bear with me. So, we went to the Board Game Cafe, and they have a bar, a full bar in there. Um, They have a food menu, so you can order food. So, it's not just coffee. So we went in one night. It was bumping. Like, mm-hmm. there were people there. They was playing music. Um, there's two floors, and it was packed. So um, we got our table. We looked at the menu. So they give you a menu. You scan for the food menu, the drinks menu, and then the game catalog. Y'all, mm-hmm. they have literally over a 1,000 board games. Mm-hmm. And it's all set wow. up like like a library. Like, you can, you can yourself actually walk down to find like look up where it's at and find the board game or you can just scroll through the catalog and the waiter that comes like to bring your food and drink they could also like go and bring the board game for you and then if you want to switch out a game you you let them know they'll pick up that game take it and bring back the next one so me and my boyfriend uh, we played like some it was called crystal conquerors or something like that mm-hmm. it was it was it was kind of like a a mental like it reminded me of like Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Oh. Um, it was cool because it was just the <laughs> two of us. So we had a limited amount of games that we could play that was just two players. So then after that, we just ended up playing Scrabble. So I kind of counted that as the DIY because, you know, you got to create them words, bitch. Sure so <laughs> and sure it was such a fun experience. Like me and him, we was really into it. Like I've never been that focused playing scrabble in my life <laughs> um i had lost and i was mad yeah yeah i had lost and i was mad uh but it was a really good really good experience i would definitely go back um hopefully when it's not as crowded because we ended up sharing a table with someone but it really wasn't that bad like they were playing their own little game but it was kind of funny too because the girl was going off on this nigga um <laughs> when he wasn't playing the game right and we was just like let me and mind my business on this Scrabble, bitch. <laughs> but it was such a cool experience. I just really like places like that that offer something new. Yeah. Like, you can go to a lot of places and play video games or trivia, but, like, an actual board game? Like, I'm trying to go back with a group of people, and we can pull out the real shits. Okay. So, if y'all ever in Tulsa, make sure to check that out. Shuffles. I'm going to be there, and I'm checking it out with y'all. And we're getting, we going to get turned. <laughs> <laughs> and we are because the drinks was fire bitch oh you know me I love drinks bitches with bitches with short torsos y'all know what fucking time it is it's your girl Brie and I'm coming to y'all with an unfortunate event that happened I know y'all like what now what now um so this happened last month in december um and it was really crazy because literally i had planned this entire date night i was so excited i was taking my man out we was gonna have a good time right got dressed up 
real cute. I was wearing these boots, bitch. These white boots. Ooh, some cute. leather pants. Hey. I was fitted, okay? Cute top, cute crop jacket, bitch. Cute it was nice. Boys. Okay. Okay. And we was um we pulled up in the parking lot for this restaurant and rooftop bar, right? Yeah. So we're walking. And it's at night. It was dark outside, right? But we're walking in the parking lot in between parked cars, like parked lanes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking in front of my boyfriend in between these two cars. And all of a sudden, I go down. And mm-hmm. as I'm going down, I'm processing like, bro, what, why the fuck am I going down? Oh, my God. And, y'all, so when I hit the ground, <laughs> y'all, it... and i'm just recalling how i felt in the moment it was so much shock it was so much shock chaos i went down and i hit the ground and my leg was inside of something and so and i felt water so like i fell my leg went down in a hole oh my god and the water like went through my boot and i'm a thick bitch okay i have thighs okay thighs I was thigh deep in this hole. What? And I did not feel a bottom, bitch. If I was not short as fuck, I probably would have went down further. I don't know. Oh, but gosh. my thigh was in this hole. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And so my boyfriend's behind me like, oh, my God. And I know he was in shock, too, because he said all he saw was me fall and I'm always tripping like y'all y'all, y'all heard the stories before I'd be falling a lot yeah. and so he was like damn she tripped again this bitch so clumsy and so he <laughs> went down but then when he looked he was like wait why is half of her leg missing because oh. my leg was inside of the hole y'all so oh, yeah. he was saying when he looked and saw my leg missing he was freaking out because he was like where's her leg oh, yeah. oh yeah. y'all so once he processed and once I processed, bitch, I can't get out this damn hole because I'm fucking like half of my body is in there. Oh, I'm God. literally only leg titties and a head, bitch. Oh, so half of my body is in this hole and oh, he God. processed what the fuck was going on. So he's helping me out. I can barely stand because my left leg. So my right leg went in the hole. My left leg was twisted because whenever oh. I was going down, I guess the weight shifted. So I could barely stand. Oh my god. Two people had witnessed it in the parking lot. So they were like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, bro, why the fuck is there a hole here? And when I say a hole, y'all, it's not a sinkhole. Yeah. It like it was literally a square cut in cement. Because again, we were in a parking ground. lot and it was right in between two parked cars, like parked lanes. I don't know if something was there before. I don't know if they Easy were to me. doing construction and putting something there and haven't yet. It was not blocked off. I did not see that shit. It was full of water, and I fell in it. I still, Mm. to this day, don't know exactly what the fuck that was. I definitely took photos of it, though, because I'm suing. But um, (laughs) I'll give y'all an update on that later. But, (laughs) y'all, I literally fell in this fucking hole in the parking lot. And bro, I ended up going to the doctor, saw an orthopedist. I had a sprained ankle, a sprained knee. I tore muscle tendons in my left leg. I got scraped. And cut because they were like open exposed nails in the hole. That mm-hmm. so my right leg that went in the hole got cut, um, and it's bruised. So yeah, oh my um, gosh. 
we did not continue the date night. Um, after that, the the two men that had witnessed me go down the hole helped me and my boyfriend get back to the car. Oh. Um, and I wonder what they're yeah. in their heads. They're Bro, like, what the fuck going on? It was man? it was a lot, and I was just like, why? Like, bitches' bodies was disappeared on the. Imagine being in the dark and you see your friend. Hey, girl, yeah, whoop, and you look and you like, what the fuck? And all you Bro. see is half her fucking, symmetrically, half of her body above ground and the other half not. I'm freaking the fuck out, bro. Like, bro. What? And again, like, I just want y'all to picture this shit. My entire leg was in this hole and I did not touch the bottom. I was also wearing a heeled boot. I do not know how deep this fucking hole was. Bro, when we went back the after hole? the fact, like a week later, the hole was still there. <laughs> it's not covered or, or blocked off. My boyfriend got like a big ass stick. And took photos and video of him sticking the stick in the hole to kind of show the depth of it. The entire stick went in there, and he said it still didn't touch a bottom. <gasps> no, I'm suing. <laughs> oh yeah, suing for sure. And um, I had a little, a, a little, uh, uh, three year old was walking, filmed the whole three year old. Bro, girl, that's what I was saying. I'm like, that's really dangerous. Like a kid, an entire kid could fit in that hole. Mm, JJ seen this shit. It's wild. It's very wild. But um, um, by the time y'all hear this, it's been like three weeks since the incident. I'm still wearing a leg brace. Um, I have a follow-up mm-hmm. appointment with my or- orthopedist. So to kind of see the progress of my leg. Um, and I may be starting mm. physical therapy after that. So y'all pray for your girl. <laughs> I'm going to be praying. Oh, God. I'm just here. Bitches with. Oh. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell they men to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on, on and tune, tune in. in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.